Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I'm Dave Walker, and this is the injury update for Wednesday, November 18th, for the upcoming Falcons versus Saints game, week 11 of the 2020 NFL season. Hate week is here. Let's start with the home team, then the Orleans Saints. They are 7-2. They've won six in a row. Obviously, they are at the top of the division, having knocked off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in recent weeks. Uh, However, coming into this game, maybe for the first time in a while, the Falcons are going to be the much, much healthier team. Uh, And it could be a factor in this game because of the guys that are on the list for the Saints. So let's dive into it. Let's start with the Saints and who is not going to be playing. And obviously, if you've been in a cave, uh, locked away, you haven't heard this news, Drew Brees is out. He will not be playing on Sunday against the Falcons. Um, He had broken ribs, a shoulder injury, and a punctured lung. So I hate to say this, you know, they are arrivals. Um, He obviously is someone we have grown to hate as Falcons fans. Um, but I do wish him the best in his recovery. And to be honest, it is more satisfying as a Falcons fan to beat the Saints when Drew Brees is on the field. It's more fun when you see Deion Jones intercept him in the end zone. It's more fun when you see Deion Jones intercept him and return it as a pick six. It is more fun to see Drew Brees hit the ground when one of our guys, Grady Jarrett or the others, takes him down. Uh, and we're not going to see that uh, because of these injuries. He has already been ruled out. Uh, at this point, he's probably going to be out a minimum of two to three weeks. And God knows, uh, at, at his age, over 40, he very well could be out for even longer. And a lot of people have speculated that this would be his last season in New Orleans and potentially in the NFL. And difficult way for him to finish out his career, a Hall of Fame career, no doubt. Uh, So the Falcons won't be facing him, and that's going to give them a bit of an edge. Uh, That said, they do have some quarterbacks on the roster behind him, uh, including one that we're all incredibly familiar with, Jameis Winston. The interception machine out of Tampa Bay is the backup quarterback uh, in New Orleans. Uh, Likewise, you've got the, uh, (laughs) I don't even know what you call him, offensive weapon, uh, quarterback, running back, receiver, Taysom Hill, uh, who is essentially Tim Tebow 2.0. Uh, he may see some increased snaps from the five or six he gets per game. Uh, so we're going to see some combination of those two guys behind center. Obviously, Winston has had a lot of success against the Falcons uh, over the years, sometimes frustratingly so. Even as he struggles against the rest of the league, he seems to show up big for the Falcons. Uh, And unfortunately, we're going to face him, more than likely. Uh, Likewise, they've got a long list, the Saints do, of players who who did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, Josh Hill, their tight end, out with a concussion. 
likewise, wide receiver Traquan Smith is out with a concussion. Both of these guys went out in the game on Sunday. So uh, they are, at this point, if they're not practicing, this could be a pretty poor sign for either of these guys being in the game. They are both, uh, even though not major pieces on the offense, they are contributors. So that could be a factor again. Uh, running back Dwayne Washington uh, with a back injury did not participate on Wednesday. This next name is one to pay attention to. Obviously, it's going to impact the Falcons pretty dramatically. Defensive end Cameron Jordan did not practice with the back injury. Now, obviously, as I always say, we have to see how these injuries progress through the week. Uh, if he misses, though, that is a massive impact to their pass rush. And the Saints have a pretty good pass rush this year. And Cam Jordan is almost always at the center of it. He usually has some big games against the Falcons. He is a player that uh, you love to hate, but at the same time, he is a fantastic player. Unfortunately uh, for them, uh, he didn't practice on Wednesday. Maybe the Falcons will dodge that bullet. Uh, and maybe you know Jake Matthews and Caleb McGarry will have a little bit, little bit easier time. Again, not necessarily a, an easy time with this pass rush, but Cam Jordan is definitely a guy that can wreck Uh, the Falcons offensive game plans. So we'll keep an eye on him, see if his status progresses during the week. Limited players for the Saints, uh, tackle Ryan Ramchek, their their excellent right tackle with a knee injury, uh, was limited. Nose tackle Malcolm Brown with a calf injury. Uh, Running back Alvin Kamara with a foot injury. He was limited, so again, expect him to play. He is a critical component of their offense, not just as a runner, but clearly as well. Uh, receiving the ball out of the backfield. The matchup between him and Deion Jones has actually been a fantastic one over the past several seasons. Uh, Deion often matches up with him one-on-one, and Raheem Morris did emphasize this week that that matchup will continue, that they are going to expect Debo to be on top of Kamara. And there have been times that Debo has shut him down and has made Kamara a non-factor. So this is a matchup worth watching. If Kamara comes in a little bit banged up, that could make the assignment a little bit easier for Jones. Uh, So definitely a name to pay attention to. Last name on the list for the Saints, uh, cornerback Marshawn Lattimore with an abdomen injury. Again, fully expect him to play. He's a player that started off well in his rookie year. uh, And I think Falcons fans rightfully pointed out that this guy was getting away with a lot of holding, a lot of penalties that weren't getting called. This year has been different. He has been flagged more. He is not having as good of a year, according to PFF. Uh, So with the Falcons getting relatively healthy from the wide receiver position, this could be a fun matchup to watch. Uh, So yeah, where the Saints are concerned, again, you know, some significant injuries. The Breeze one looms large over this game. It is in New Orleans, but again, you know, when you think about one of New Orleans' big advantages, it's the crowd. It's the energy of the crowd. It's the rambunctiousness of the crowd. And they're not going to have that. They're not going to have it, at least in near the numbers that they normally have in a regular season. And that could be a factor here for giving the Falcons a little bit more of a competitive edge in the Superdome. Now on to the Falcons, who are coming into this game mostly healthy. Although I will say there are some significant developments, obviously, that are going to factor in. We're going to include them here. Number one, Dante Fowler going onto the COVID list. He has struggled all year. Let's not pull any punches. He is a player that was paid a lot of money to come in and improve the pass rush. He has not lived up to that. Granted, he has been fighting through some injuries, an ankle injury primarily, uh, and now he's on the COVID list. Right now, 
assuming that he doesn't have a severe case, he should be back hopefully next week. Highly unlikely he's going to be back for the Saints game. Uh, the soonest I think we'll see him back will be in week 12. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to have him. And of course, the Falcons have already cut Tack McKinley, as we mentioned on the prior podcast. Uh, McKinley uh, was picked up on waivers by the Bengals and subsequently cut when he failed their physical. Uh, in the meantime, the 49ers placed the claim on him on waivers, and uh, Kyle Shanahan, former coordinator for the Falcons, did claim Tack McKinley. So McKinley is with the 49ers at this point. Uh, no word on his physical with that team. Uh, I suspect that his uh, lingering groin issue has continued to haunt him even as he got cut by the Falcons. So we'll see where that leaves them. That does mean, however, that the Falcons are down essentially the two guys they were expecting to anchor their pass rush from the outside. And this is a very capable uh, New Orleans offensive line. That said, the interior of their line is more uh, is more vulnerable than the tackles. Uh, Teron Armstead and uh, Ramchek on the outside are fantastic, but it's the, the guard-center guard combination that is probably where their weaknesses are which could play into the hands of a finally healthy Grady Jarrett. So again, in prior matchups, we noted you know those offensive lines that have some struggles up the middle. Grady Jarrett's been able to take advantage of that, so we'll pay attention to that. Um, no, one on, no one else on the defense was listed on the injury report, which is phenomenal. When you consider where this team was at at the beginning of the year, where we had multiple corners, multiple safeties, just banged up for several games, this defense is finally getting healthy. They're, they've been playing better. Again, not good, better against a low, low bar. Uh, so no one is expected to be out on the defense, with the exception, of course, of Fowler. And, and at that, he hasn't contributed much anyways, which I know is harsh, but it is what it is. Uh, the only players uh, for the Falcons that didn't uh, participate or limited on Wednesday uh, tackle Matt Gono didn't practice uh, the swing tackle with an illness. So hopefully, you know, cold, flu, whatever it is, he'll, he'll bounce back quickly. Uh, wide receiver Calvin Ridley, who missed the last game, was limited uh, with that foot injury. So hopefully he is progressing back to being ready to play in the Saints game. God knows when it comes to Falcons and Saints games, these guys want to play. These guys want to be on the field. The hatred moves down to the players. They want to be out there. They want to compete. Ridley has had some phenomenal games against the Saints. You can bet that he is pushing himself to get back in this game. And finally, tackle Caleb McGarry with an injury was a full participant. So as he continues to recover from that injury several weeks back, it looks like he is back to fully practicing. Expect to see his name fall off the list in future weeks. And of course, the one name not on this list at all, wide receiver Julio Jones. Glad to see that he is getting back to a fully healthy state uh, and we're going to need him in this game because this feels like a game prone to be a shootout. And of course, as I say that, watch it finish as a 9-6 game. And that's the injury report for Wednesday, November 18th. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at FalcoholicDW. For updates on this podcast, follow us at FalcoholicPod. And don't forget to check Falcoholic.com daily for our write-ups and updates on the Atlanta Falcons. We'll be back tomorrow for the Thursday injury update. Have a great day, and we'll talk with you next time.